because we live in a Puritan police state, we are obliged to inform you that we may sometimes use explicit language. If you are looking for more of that, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or visit our website at wihhw.com. Now that you've been informed, things are about to get weird. Welcome to What I Had Heard Was. I am Jennifer. I'm Anna. And this week we have Chris and Angela from Patriot Sports Radio. Hello. Hey, how are you guys doing? Thanks How's for it going, me. Jen? So hey. great. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> what is your what the fuck this week? Our what the fuck is how much these athletes are getting paid from really from when I was born 1976 until 2022. And how did that happen? It it's like inflation. You know, it's it's yeah. just it's 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 a correlation with how fucking ridiculous everything costs nowadays. You know, it's like things have yep. exploded. I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad they're getting money paid for their skills. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a little goddamn ridiculous when, you know, food's so high and gas is so high. It is. It's super ridiculous. You have um, to be a professional athlete to afford the gas and the food these days. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, and it seems like it's just, it's getting worse and worse, obviously. I mean, we talk about these kinds of things on our show almost daily, it seems like, <laughs> when everybody's like, Oh, it's the highest paid contract ever again today. So um, it doesn't seem like it's going to be stopping anytime soon. That's for sure. And we had like a little bit of a breakdown. Like, do you guys want to know how much these hosers are making? <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I need I, I need a, a frame of reference, you know. Right. So, um, the frame of reference, there'll be a couple of them and we kind of were like, I'll give you a breakdown between like baseball, basketball, and probably football here quickly, um, without getting too technical um, (laughs) because numbers tend to bore people sometimes. Um, but I know that like, let's just go back. Like we went back, let's say to 1998, Mike Piazza, he played for the Dodgers. He's a baseball player. And he had gotten a huge, huge contract at that time, which was um, $91 million. And it happened to be that when he first, like he was saying when he first got that contract, he was talking to everybody about how his first actual contract was for only $850 a month. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So like, it's obviously based on performance, right? It's not like it's across the board. But um, as of right now, the players' initial salaries, if you're just an anybody, like just somebody who's playing, the minimum is like 700000 But the maximum, just as an example, uh, Juan Soto is a baseball player, right? So we're talking about baseball players. He had turned down a $440 million contract recently. So... Um, <laughs> so like money. turned it down was like no I'm sorry that's not good enough right good. right exactly it, I right. mean I would love to have those problems but for fuck's sake like <laughs> before we move on so are you saying that somebody who's on the bench or who doesn't play at all is still going to make $700,000 yes 
Okay. That is the min. It's like minimum wage. So like we have minimum wage for (laughs) normal U.S. like uh, restaurant workers or whomever right in the country. And but the minimum wage for baseball players starts at seven hundred thousand dollars. Jesus Christ. Christ. (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. Right. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? And um, so that works out to be like a lot of these cases, like Max Scherzer is a really well-known pitcher. And if you kind of break it down, these player contracts, they start out um, where they're offering, it's kind of hard, it's not cut and dry, it's kind of hard to sort of decipher because the contracts might be like X amount for three years or X amount for five years. Um, But when we break it down year by year, uh, Max Scherzer is the highest paid pitcher right now, and he he makes forty three million as part of his three year deal. That was one hundred thirty million. So I got. Uh, yeah, go yeah. ahead, Anna. No, 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 no. no I was going to tell you. I was going to break down the top three uh, paid athletes and what they get paid per game and that way you can kind of it's easier for me to wrap my brain around if you tell me okay he makes his weekly paycheck is two million dollars okay well i mean it's still a lot of money but that, then you can start to break these contracts down a little bit and how it actually works so lionel messi he is a football player from across the pond so that is soccer <laughs> right right he is he is the greatest that's exactly right. And he makes $168,500,000 a year. So that equates to every time he steps out on the field to kick a soccer ball, he gets paid $3,743,995. Whether he so wins or loses. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, He doesn't even have to play. He's just got to show up. And really, he probably has some sick days. So, And, and I'm sure that that does, not, that does not include the fee that on top of his salary that this his sporting club had to pay to his other club just for the rights to purchase him and i'm sure there's so many caveats in that contract i'm sure there's houses in different countries oh i'm sure that there's some tax sliding and and manipulation and some slush funds here and there that he could dip into that uh, doesn't come out of his pocket there's other things you know everybody wants them so then we'll go to number two patrick mahomes his average per year is forty one million nine hundred and sixteen thousand six hundred and sixty seven. And let's uh so those football over across the pond, those guys are fucking crazy with their with their players. You know, they they really pay them. And so I we know that they he plays once a week. And so each day that he plays, he may so his weekly paycheck is two million four hundred and sixty five thousand six hundred and eighty six dollars. How many cents? <laughs> it any no cents. None of this is any makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, we don't do cents in this. <laughs> and then uh, number, th- we'll just go with the three because it's Mike Trout. So now we have a football player from across the pond, a football player from here, and a baseball player. And he's a Los Angeles Angel, and he makes thirty-five million five hundred forty-one dollars. Or $541,667 a year. And we all know that there's a baseball game every day. I mean, there's 164 baseball games. And he makes $219,393 every time he dons that Angels cap. So basically a, a house. Yeah. Yes. My Yeah. Well, Definitely. yeah, it, it was when I bought it. 
but translation. <laughs> but nobody can afford to buy it, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so when you think about it, right, these guys are getting paid all this money. So you think about $43 million in a year and, like, how many starving children that could feed. Not that it's their responsibility, right, okay, but a lot of them have charities, and I'm not saying anything in any certain way, but if you think about the perspective of, like, that kind of money, what it could do when like, you know, a bunch of them are doing like blow off of a hooker's ass or like <laughs> throwing money on the floor at the club. But what See, would they're you creating, they're creating jobs. All right. <laughs> Feeling the economy. I love it. <laughs> if you made $2 million a week, what would you spend your money on? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, like you were saying, the inflation part of it, right? Like if you were going to, if you're driving a Honda and then you're making $2 million, you're going to now buy a Ferrari, right? So like they always say, like um, when you're in like the industry, athletes, it doesn't matter how much you make, it'll never be enough because they always bring themselves up to the next completely, probably unnecessary level. It's like it's like being a goldfish. You know, you grow to the size of your bowl. So you get a bigger That's bowl. Exactly right. And then, you know, you become a bigger fish. I like that. It analogy. was funny because uh, when I was a kid back in the uh, 1900s. Yeah, the, the late 1900s. Say, yeah. <laughs> back in the 1900s. We used to say, sit around and be like, wow, what if we made a million dollars? Like we would never work again. Yeah. Like that's the richest you could ever I could ever imagine a human being. One million dollars. I was listening to my I have a sixteen year old and her friends were like, All all we gotta do is make a hundred million dollars. I was like, Whoa. Whoa. Like things have changed. <laughs> like a million yeah. dollars isn't that much anymore. Right. I mean, I, I hate to say it's just not. You can't retire off that anymore. No. no yeah. Absolutely not. No, you're still you're you're working. Yeah. I mean you're living comfortable. Sure. But it's not a lot like it used to be. Like it felt like in uh, 1993. Right. Like or, it, was, it was a fake number. Like, ah, yeah. that it's, you know. It's like billion now, you know. Million yes. switched to billion. That was a cartoon number, $100 billion. That's like yeah. what Bugs Bunny said. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That wasn't real. Austin Power was a trillion dollars. Dr. Evil, $1 million. $1 million. So, and I've just heard that LeBron is just about for career earnings and endorsements. So his wealth is just about to hit $1 billion and he's a basketball player. Yeah. And that's what he did. Like he didn't go to college. He went straight to the NBA. That guy is one of the smartest men we've ever, like what he's done with his wealth and his brand is is unmatched. It's like he it's like he took MJ and then injected steroids into it. Right. And that's where he went. And those guys, you know, we could talk a little bit about the player um, you know, the the player contracts and their unions. And so when these sorts of things happen, it sets the bar for the next guy. So nobody's ever asking for less, for sure. Um, and of course they're not all as smart as he is with his money, of course. So there are a couple of crazy clown stories that happen. But if the players aren't bargaining for that money, it's all going to the owners. And I don't know what's better or worse, but, you know, they're the ones doing the work. <laughs> so, um, hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
If there's so much money to be dispersed around, it might as well go to the players. Yeah, but but then we're having but then we're having conversations like this of like, oh my god, these guys are getting paid so much money for playing a game, you right. know. Um, right. But I mean, the thing is, is you know, it's like we all need entertained. Um, there are documentaries and you know people's graves and tattoos of themselves with their sports teams on them to the fact of how emotionally they invested in this as part of the community, etc. So that and people will pay for entertainment and it's a gigantic business you know so it's like i don't know if i necessarily hate the player but do you hate the game you know so it's yeah like- you can't hate the player <laughs> go get your money man yeah. if they're gonna you are what you're worth what they what they pay you that's how much you're worth but i will tell you that as a guy with say when riley and reagan and me and kate all go to a ball game i mean you're up into that 500 bucks where when I was a kid, we go to the ballpark, we could ride our bikes and yeah. get in for three bucks to the cheap seats. And it was minor league, but, but it, you know, now it's a deal. Like yeah. it costs more to park than it did to go to the game. Well, it's like, it's this weird thing. It's the things that ha- have happened with uh, baseball uh, stadiums and going to games in general is the same thing that has happened to universities and colleges. It's like, it used to be that you could afford to go to college, you know, by working at a burger joint while you're going to college. And now it's fucking ridiculous. It's this, you know, like you have to mortgage your, the fucking rest of your life just to, you know, take a class. But the thing is, is the universities, much like the stadiums have gotten so fucking ridiculous. There are all these extra things, all these extra perks, all these high end stuff that you're missing the point of going to, you know, watch the game and be a part of this moment or go to class and learn some fucking shit. But instead, it's like, you know, everybody's got saunas in their private rooms and stuff. And it's like, we don't need all that shit. Pare it back down and give it back to the people. So, Anna, so let me tell you why it's like that. And, it, and it's yeah. a rule of the NFL and it's a jacked rule and they need to change this. And it's killing it's killing the family being able to go is right. So you build the stadium. Jerry Jones builds Jerryland in Dallas. OK, right. that stadium, let's say it seats 80,000, 80,000 or let's say the Cotton Bowl where they used to play seated a hundred thousand and now Jerry land only seats 55 or 60,000. Now, why would he shrink that? Let me tell you a little story about the NFL. Every seat that Jerry sells is the NFL's money. It goes into a pool. It's an ownership pool, except for the suites and any executive suites and any special thing you want to call a suite with a sauna, Jerry keeps that money. That's his money. Mm. So now you see these new stadiums being built and these suites are extravagant and they're taking all the bleachers and they're cramming the bleachers closer and they're making double, triple, quadruple stacked suites going around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why. And re- and the players really salary doesn't come from that anyways. That is uh, that's the TV meet 
that's the TV deals, the right. ESPNs, the NFL Network, and the commercials. And then this this all really took off, obviously, because of social media. Then then these guys could brand themselves, and then it really went through the roof. Because now not only am you're buying me, you're buying my six million Twitter followers in this contract. That's gonna go buy your gear because I'm gonna be playing for you. And all this is written into these these futuristic contracts. Like, how do they know he's going to be worth 160 million? Why are you signing him 10 years in the future? Well, his Jersey's going to sell for the next hundred years. If he goes and makes a pro bowl and if, and by God, if he wins a super bowl, that is revenue forever. Right. Right. So that's what these contracts I think are based off of, but the, but taking the American family, being able to go to the ballpark and get a dog, yeah. And taking that away sucks. And that is the owners. And that's the NFL and the owners. They need to come to some kind of agreement where we're not just building. Pretty soon they'll, they'll all be sweets. They'll say, right. you know, because the owners don't want to give up their money. That's not how they got rich. Right. Yeah. Anyway, like, sorry. Off my rant. No, they'll oh. just tell you to become more important, you know. If yeah. You <laughs> right. Oh, that's all. You know. Yeah. It's only it's only $80,000 a ticket. Yeah. No big deal. Work harder. Well, exactly. marketing genius, too, because like, have you ever, you know, every year they come up with your guy, whoever your guy is, his jersey changes every year. The hats change every year. You know, everything is constantly changing so that you're being sucked into, oh, that's the new thing. Like, I have to get this. Oh, the colors are changed out. Oh, did you see this new logo? Oh, oh, oh. So it's like there's a science to the whole thing from the top all the way down to the bottom. And it's getting so bad that sometimes they they will slip that like a jersey's like a, a available. The, the guy hasn't even been traded yet. That news hasn't even broke. But they've already been knowing. So they've already got the jerseys ready to rock and roll as soon as they announce it because they're about to make a million dollars in two minutes. Yeah. So that kind of stuff. And the thing that kills me with all the you know, all the advertising and everything is that um a lot of a lot of games, you, you try to follow your sports team, whatever your sports team is. You get all these blackouts. You have to have all these different services to watch the game, etc. So even then, as a family trying to enjoy your national pastime or international pastime, you're still paying out the fucking nose to, to just watch them on TV because you can't get to a stadium to watch them to play. And they really, the owners would really rather you have a better experience at home. And I mean, the camera work now is phenomenal and you really can have a great game experience with your buddies on the couch. Now the, the TV coverage is great. Then the owners can just keep stacking those suites, mm-hmm. but you pay for it too. It's not like, no, it's not kid, free. You can sit down and you could watch football and you could change to different channels and watch all the football and it was totally free and that is not how it works now it's on like four different networks and you have to buy amazon prime and you have to you know you can't stream this and you can't you know so they don't make it easy by any stretch there's you know of course not it's so so we did we did say this was going to be about the players but the players aren't, aren't at fault here they're just showing up yeah. And and, yeah. and they're the product. They're being sold. The the product the problem is like the NFL, the commissioners and and, and mm. the board of directors and 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 taking shit public and then having stockhold or shareholders to answer to. Anyways, we can go on and on about that. Whatever. Well and and it's it's happening in professional golf right now also. The L I V League um has come in and just kind of said, Hey PGA, your old hat. We're backed by the Saudi government. We got a shit ton of oil money and we're about to pay, you know, the lowest player 
what your PGA purses usually are. And I can't be mad at, at a golfer for going, you know, um, oh, who's the Joe Dirt guy? The um, Cam Smith. Guy, this dude's from Australia. He looks like Joe Dirt because he's rocking a mullet and like this little flavor saver of a mustache. But he's fucking killing it. I don't blame this guy for going to play in this other league because he's going to make his nut way faster than if he was, you know, doing it the old way. But it's also fucking ridiculous, you know, just how much folks are getting paid. And because, you know, to make money, you got to spend money. And it's easy to spend the money in sports because you're going to make it back. So we, so the, I know a little bit about the live golf. We have a golf podcast too, Anna. And, uh, and one of my best friends that I graduated with is on there and he, he's a PGA guy. Nice. So he played. And, uh, so he covers it really well. And, uh, those sites, they came in, they don't have a, they don't have a, like a business model. They don't have any way to make money. They don't even care. Nope. They're just like, excuse my French. We're just going to put our big dick on the table and come get oh. some of it. You, oh, and it's we'll big. We'll outspend you. <laughs> yeah, it's big. It's girthy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and, it's. I mean, they're, they're trying to start a football league, and I think they're going to do it. And I think yeah, they're going to yeah. make these contracts $500 million. A, a billion, we might hit a billion dollars with when these guys get into the game because they're going to do it just to do it. Now they just want to win. Right. That's crazy though. Yeah. I mean, when the, when the money doesn't matter because like the question always is, Oh, you know, um, they're going to buy, they're going to build a new stadium. Where are they going to come up with the money for that? They have to fill the seats and who's going to pay for it. And how long is that going to take? And when it doesn't matter at all, yeah, you lose, how- like half of your sports base to somebody who's just throwing the, you know, could just throw the money out the window. There's yeah. no way to keep those people on board. <laughs> oh gosh. That's crazy. You can't, you can't compete with unlimited funds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time you're gonna lose. I'm I'm pretty sure that was in the the Princess Bride. Something about land wars with Eurasia and competing with unlimited money. They're still drill they're drilling right now. They're drilling money out right now. Oh yeah. It's in, it's in there. They're just they're sucking it out right now. Yeah. <laughs> liquid liquid dinosaur juice. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> those, those um uh, PGA guys, they don't make a lot. No, they don't. Mm-mm. Because Adam said, like, so he was on, he's like, it's about a, it costs about a, like to play the Masters, a million dollars out of your pocket. Yeah. To show up and have, and your all of it. And then, and he goes, a lot of those guys don't win. If you don't make the cut, you're out the money onto the next tournament, another million dollars. I was like, Jesus. He's like, he's like, you can do it cheaper, but like three million for the season is about it. You got to get sponsored, but if you're not winning, that's out of your pocket. People, yeah. you'll have guys back back you, but you got to win. So when these live guys came and were like a hundred million here, like Oprah, God, right. bless, two hundred million, one hundred million. Well, these guys will never see that playing the PGA unless you're Tiger Woods. Like it's like Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's from Nike. That's not from the PGA. Visa, yeah. Haynes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The part that was really bad was when they did the live when they did live golf, then 
you know, then the PGA was like, oh, we're going to open our purse strings and give you guys more money now. And that was like the big F you was like, oh, really? Now you're going to do that? This right. You, you you could have done that at any point. But now right. that somebody came up is, you know, swinging their big gigantic dick around. Oh, now you're going to acquiesce. OK, that's cool. So that was a stink. Now Tiger, yeah. Tiger and uh, Rory are starting this um a stadium event during the winter. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, it's like it's it's is it virtual some of it? It is. is so Yeah, and you but we're going to be able to bet it. Yeah, the whole technology thing like when you talk about going to a stadium and it's like being at Disneyland or being I don't know, somewhere where it's not like a sporting event, like there's lights and flashing stuff and fireworks and all this all these things that try to entice people and so now when you talk about like the metaverse and virtual reality. And so they're doing, they're developing a virtual golf experience. Huh. With tournaments and, and real players doing it. And it's, it's going to be, a, it, huh. it's, it, it's coming, it's fixing to come out. It's going to be pretty cool. You can go to like the stadium and watch it. But is that like, I don't know. Is that, I, I feel like it's kind of a desperate jump the shark kind of a moment though. I think it's well here's what it is it's going to be wrapped around gambling right so gambling starting to be legal in every state you're going to be able to go there and live bet this as it goes stroke for stroke ah there's the the same thing that MLB is doing you're going to be able to go to the MLB stadium and you're going to be within the the Wi-Fi or the uh the uh, whatever geofence right Mm, you're mm -hmm. inside the stadium and you're going to be able to pull up an app and you're going to be able to bet every single at bat every single pitch every double play everything as it's going right in real time that's what is, is coming here in the next few years that's cool just a it's just more money it's just, it's just yeah it's just a, a different way for them to suck the dollar out of your pocket a hundred percent god we are consumers anna we're we are bored we love to consume <laughs> i love to consume the shit out of some stuff but it's <laughs> It's fantastic just how manipulated we all are. And we're just like, yep, here you go. Here's some more. For the chance to win some. Yeah. But right. I can win. I, I mean, and this is coming from a person who plays the lottery every week. So, <laughs> you know, but it's like, you know, I'll bet like, you know, three or $3, $4 or whatever on some lottery tickets. And I get to pretend for 48 hours that I may actually you know, so I'm like, okay, that's cool. But a lot of people, you can dump so much money so quickly. Like it's I see them every day. And when I'm at yeah. the, I get my coffee every morning and mm-hmm. it's the same, you know, the lottery crew there in there. Yeah. There's scratch offs and all of them mm-hmm. sitting in their car. I'm always like, okay, I'm hoping to go these. back in. We're hoping to go back in. Right. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm going to buy these tickets. I'm probably not going to win, but somebody's going to win. And that makes me feel good. But maybe it'll be me. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and that's what I yeah, I love I love buying a ticket on Friday after work, right? And then I don't check it till Sunday morning. And you know, so then I just get to pretend like, okay, you know, two hundred million dollars, great, okay, that really means and then I get divided into pots of whatever and you know, donate to people but it's my shenanigans fun that I like. <laughs> that one pot of like I can just do some ridiculous ass shit, you know, like <laughs> I don't know, learn to ride a llama or whatever, because I can, because I got this stupid money, right? And for me, I haven't got my, yeah, like, 
and for me, like that kind of imagination and fun and just you know fantasizing for thirty six hours, I'm cool. Let's do it. Jen, I haven't got my um my stupid money yet. I'm I'm really I'm hoping that we could all podcast and we get our stupid money like this. That would be excellent. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a good plan. I'm good. And with that. when that happens, I'm I I will rent the llama. But Anna, when you want, you yeah. got to learn to ride it though. I'll bring a I'll, saddle. I'll buy a Let's llama. Do it. Oh yeah, I'll I'll ride it. What do I care? I'll have stupid money. I can go to. I can actually go to a doctor. I can afford to go to a doctor. So yeah, I'll ride whatever. Let's do Just it. Wear a helmet. <laughs> so yeah, about so back to the athletes. I think the they're they're the non-issue. Uh, I a lot of them aren't even that involved in in their contracts. Now, some of them are starting to get that way, but a lot of them, you know, have a lawyer, mm. an agent, you know, and they, and they're all making back door scotch over scotch and cigar kind of deals, you know? Well, that's, that's why you have them. Big kickbacks. <laughs> There's just so much money. My house smelled like cigar smoke earlier today, like everywhere in it. It was very strange. That's a ghost. Probably. I've heard that. That somewhere. must be what Maybe it is. on yeah. discovery. They never lie on Discovery Channel, so <laughs> it's got to be real. Maybe it's the guy who's living in your attic. Maybe it, it could be. That's more likely. <laughs> He's got his own Hulu uh, account and everything. If you hadn't told me at some point in time, that would have freaked me out. She, uh, <laughs> She's like, I need to use your Hulu. And I gave her the sign-in, and then I forgot about it. And she's like, did you check your Hulu? <laughs> and she put, it's like my name, Joel's name. And then it says guy in the attic. <laughs> That's awesome. So am I too late to the party to ask about the auctioned marshmallows or the bought marshmallows? Or is that, no. is that, is it been too long? It's not over, over yet. Now? No, it's, it's not, not over. over. It's yet. an ongoing saga. Things keep <laughs> happening. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're looking for um, ideas. We have, I, bid on a pallet of marshmallows i had like 90 95 cases somewhere around there and i won for two dollars i did not expect to win so now my garage (laughs) is fucking packed full of marshmallows and so i'm looking we're looking for ideas on what we can do with these marshmallows like other than giving all the raccoons in the neighborhood some severe diabetes yeah we already thought are they are they chocolate covered they're not regular marshmallows are they Chocolate filled, yeah. Chocolate filled marshmallows. <laughs> you have to find some camping websites for people who make s'mores and stuff. They're probably expired. You can't sell them. You'll kill they, kids. Don't yeah, they that. are expired. <laughs> Mostly, I just want to do something. I'm going to light them on fire for sure, but I want to do something with them before I do that. So, we- are you just do the whole Stay Puff freaking Ghostbuster scene? You girls get out there with the freaking. Eco blasters and just yeah. melt that son of a gun. Build a we giant flamethrower. That would be sexy. Okay. Girls need to do that. <laughs> so we're gonna build a gigantic Stay Puff marshmallow man out of a whole bunch of little yeah. marshmallows, and then I'm gonna tackle it. And cool. then when it's on the ground, after I get up, because that's the important part, then we'll light it on fire. Because <laughs> you don't want <laughs> sticky marsh fire marshmallows no. on your body. No, yeah, no, no. I just I don't feel like don't f that up. It sounds like delicious napalm. I don't. 
like the people, your hair the people that put the frozen turkey into the turkey fryer and it's just that oh, grease. That's what it'd Jesus. be like. Yeah. yeah, but if you had to call like 911 because you're covered in like marshmallow and chocolate right. all over your titties, you know, what are you going to like? The, the EMTs are going to be like, It's oh, s'mores. But- By the time they get there, it's already s'mores. <laughs> okay, I need you to bring a stretcher and some graham crackers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. That's, uh, that's what we it's do. It's a marshmallow with- story. It's a marshmallow story. That's what we do with our Tuesdays. I don't know about you guys, but. I feel like I'm missing out. I gotta up my game a little bit. My free time does definitely does not include marshmallows yet. I'm doing yet. something wrong. I like that. Yeah, see? see, it's a whole new world. What are your thoughts, Jen, on the oh, athletes? I think everybody makes too much money. <laughs> Anybody more than me makes That's too fair. much money. Anybody, everybody that what? Anybody who makes more than me makes too much money. Way too much money. Way too much. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I appreciate the fact that when you're dealing with a game of percentages and how much, you know, the, the major league sports institutions are earning and generating and revenue, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. I, I feel like their percentages are probably on par. Um, and it's like, I really don't, you know, these athletes can do something that a very few amount of us can do. And even though it's quote unquote playing a game, they're still the ones doing it, not us. You know, it's like when people go to uh, art museums and they're like, they're looking at these paintings and whatever with some spl- paint splatter on it. Like, I could do that. It's like, yeah, but you didn't. And <laughs> this guy did. And that's why he's in the museum now. And, you know, so it's, it's. I don't know. I feel it's kind of like on the same level of everybody's got their skills. And if they're awesome at it, they should, they deserve to get paid really well for it. I do appreciate that. A lot of them do have charities and give back to the community. Uh, Cause like you said, Angela, like they didn't have to, (laughs) you know, it's not their responsibility, but you know, the fact that they are trying to give back and, you know, but part of it's a tax right off too. Like if you think about the hierarchy. Yeah, yeah I mean it's not entirely selfless. Thing. Right. So like you think But about it helps. The, yeah, the it consumer helps. like wants to go there. The consumer spends their money. Money that they have. Sometimes they spend money that they don't have to have this experience, right? Like I feel like yeah. sports takes people to a place that removes them from their daily grind mm-hmm. or um it's nostalgic to times that they remember that were simpler. Or they can have common ground with their fellow man without having to talk about like politics or, you know, something like that, social problems. And so it's like this really weird, crazy fantasy world, right? In a way, kind of. You have athletes who are playing a game. It's a game and it's hard work, but they grew up like they're having the time of their lives, right? It's fun for them. So they're making huge amounts of money to have fun. They work hard. And then you have like the owners and all of these people who own corporations who are spending tons of money on suites and those are like tax write-off and that's like a status symbol for them too. Right. So it's like you have this weird juxtaposition and this crazy, all these levels of 
like it's it's a social scale at the ballpark (laughs) it's weird yeah it's like when people used to get um uh boxes at the opera you know back in the 1700s and so that they could just be there to be seen because honestly they're shit seats you can't see the stage everything's weird and at stupid angles and whatever but you were there to be seen it's the same with these you know these suites that shit didn't work out for Abraham Lincoln. I would. I'm not fucking with the boxers. I'm not doing all that. Every, every time you guys say sweets, I think you're talking about like donuts or something. Right. Oh God! <laughs> Only if we were. See. But I, they do come with free donuts. I'm sure they're they filled. If you food. say you want donuts, they'll get you donuts in there for the hundred million dollars you're spending on it. Yeah. I do want to have one caveat so I don't get ripped by uh, other guys that that uh, like sports. The athletes. <laughs> make a lot when they hit the like the game day like two million dollars a game or whatever but these guys now compared to the 70s because i did do some research on Mm, that a mm -hmm, little bit mm -hmm. and you know in um the the athletes now they back then they made about a hundred thousand but they they smoked they drank in the in the clubhouse they were absolute assholes. They were fucking nuisances. I mean, I, I've seen letters from Mickey Mantle that are like, I was banging a chick behind the dugout. and uh, Did she swallow? I don't know. I'm not a cop. So, you know, they're just, they were dicks back. They were just dudes. Not People I, think that men now are freaking alpha dogs. Those guys back then were straight up cavemen compared to now so with all that being said the new age athlete for the most part are is pretty well educated and smart pretty socially acceptable like they're not just out out there just talking shit all the time most of yeah i mean except for like all the the i don't know the sexual assault and the the beatings and the you know well but but we're talking about a small percentage compared to each team let's say has 300 on the practice squad and waiting as alternates all their guys most of them are pretty well behaved compared to back in the 70s and 60s yeah in the 70s like everybody was doing quaaludes and stuff i mean i feel like but going along with what you say you know it used to be a working class hero kind of thing of yeah you know like these guys you'll see them in the diner right next to you because they're trying to make a couple bucks too you know there's a there's a tv show on right now on netflix called uh welcome to Wrexham. oh shit rob McElhaney and uh deadpool Ryan Reynolds uh, purchase a super low league uh, soccer team over in England, you know, and it's this whole thing and the whole joints run by volunteers and all this stuff, but everybody fucking loves them, you know? And it's that kind of thing. Like you used to be able, it was like poor people or, you know, lower class people, middle class people, regular people, working class, blue collar, working class, us, like who we are, you know, the um, Midwest. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> right. Corn fed people, right? Eating, <laughs> you know, chili with cinnamon in it and, you know, on spaghetti and shit. <laughs> and, but it's like they were the ones playing. You, they were the ones in the seats. And it was for us. Like it was sports were for us and the people. And at some point, people were like, we can make a shitload of money off this. And now it's not really for us anymore. 
You know, it's still there and we're a part of it, but it's not really for us. There was a few things in the community, right? Right, Anna, that brought everybody together and where when you walked into the stadium, all your differences were left in the car. And we came in, we cheered our team and hugged one another. Yeah. So when we did leave and picked our differences back up, we could civilly talk about them because we're friends. We have differences, but we're friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And sports lost that. You're right. There was a time too, like when athletes were um, starting to make a lot of money in it and they were like humbled and grateful. And I think that reminds me of what you're talking about, that era of people who kind of couldn't believe that they were there. And that seems to be diminishing a little, I mean, a lot more where sometimes athletes just feel like there's, you know, they are, they're celebrities, they're untouchable, they're, you know, better than the common man. And there's wonderful stories out there, but that's what that reminded me of when you said that, you know, it used to be that there were regular Joes and, and maybe not so much anymore. They're not performing for um, the fans, but maybe for their pocketbook sometimes. Right. Which I don't blame them. You know, it's like a, a lot of people who put their heart and soul into stuff, there's just as many folks, it's like, hey, it's a job. And this is this is what I was trained to do. This is the training I have. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go home, do whatever. And so whatever your motivation is, it's just the the ideal of it is kind of gone. You know, it's a different yep. thing now, which is still is. still a very viable thing. It could still bring people together because it still gives us that, hey, we have the same enemy. Which everybody kind of needs, you know, <laughs> um, you know, whoever your rival team is, but because uh, yeah, nothing brings people closer than hate and the same shit. You know, that's true. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is no, true. I remember when I was single, and I was like, "There's this new dating site. It's has it's what is it? Mutual things you hate." Yeah, I was like that would be perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it brings people together. Yeah, but. Yeah, so I mean, I still enjoy watching it, but it's definitely, it's yeah, all that stuff isn't being done for the fans. Anymore. I I watch it because I'm just a huge sports fan, right? But it right. used to be like yeah. a thing, like we all got to get every the family got together. Yeah, we all ate, we broke bread, you know, we right. went over to other people's over. houses. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's dissipated. Maybe yeah. COVID even sped that up a little bit. Yeah, which I mean. Yeah, Probably. COVID didn't help a lot of that stuff. We but should lobby that's for to that. be expected. Make that a segment on our podcast. Who are you having over for the game today? <laughs> yeah, there you go. we yeah, should make people. Yeah, we should just yeah. start it. We Let's should. just bring it back. Love yeah. your fellow man. Damn it! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Get together eating a shitload of nachos. Come on, taco dip and Cincinnati chili. Yeah, there you go on noodles. Oh, if so anybody good. didn't know that, <laughs> I did not or know hot that. Dogs. Well, yeah, I mean, people put chili on hot dogs, though. Especially the chili that looks like ours. It, honestly, it looks 100%. like a condiment. It looks like a condiment. It, it really does. does. It was runny. Yeah, super runny, real thin. Yeah, he messages me. He's like, is this supposed to be like this? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, our chili, like when Kate makes it, it's, it's like, well, it's got, you know, it's really meaty and it's different. Oh, yeah. 
That's yeah. how I make, you know, big lumpy and you got big chunks in it. And it's more of like a stew or I salsa. Think, yeah, there's pork sausage, hamburger, bacon, uh, at least mm. two ribeyes, one sirloin. That's what goes in there. <laughs> Holy it's, shit. And probably and some deer meat. And a and partridge in a pear tree. Jesus. No, we don't put nuts. Is that, is that like vegetarian shit? No, we don't put that in there. There ain't no, there ain't no vegetables. In, <laughs> there, oh, no, no, that's I'm a bird. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Christmas song. Uh, man, it's a family. They sing lovely. It's... I love that. Um, <laughs> no, I was kidding. They. Uh, no. What, Sorry, I got uh, off topic. We beans. started talking about and, food. And, I got distracted. And, yeah, some beans and that's it. Beans. That's it. See, we so when I ate that, I was like, "Whoa!" The Cincinnati one took me back. I think we should include your uh, your chili recipe in our um, notes for <laughs> this episode. I'll send them over to Jen. There we go. <laughs> Seventeen pounds of sausage, bacon, a lot of bacon. There's yes. a lot of bacon in that. All of the bacon. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I, I'm afraid that you might have misheard me when I said that. All of the bacon. <laughs> you, you may have assumed it was a lot of my, bacon, my, but no, 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 no. All of it. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> and all your eggs. That's what we should title this uh, episode: "All the Bacon." All the bacon. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Because that's yes. what the boys are bringing in nowadays: all right. the bacon. All the bacon. Fried up in a pan. Sorry, that's your age. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the. Uh, Athletes are going to make that. Like I said, I think social media really did a lot of that. Those guys build big brands. They're worth a lot. Their jerseys are worth a lot. Mahomes, you know, Mm -hmm. you're going to sell a lot of Mahomes jerseys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When they traded Devontae to the Raiders, I don't know what it was that first weekend. It was like $18 million in sales. That's the other weird. That already paid his contract. I mean, yeah, like it used to be that your guy would play for the team and they'd play for the team for years and years, you know, and now like guys are going where the money is. Free agency. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When that took oh, hold. You don't have that weird long team rivalry, you know, longevity, camaraderie, like the teams get broken up more often, which I think is frustrating in some ways, but. Yeah, I mean, besides the fact you have to relearn how to work with and play with another person, you know, when they're always shuffling around the the pieces and parts. Um, But yeah, it's hard for you to get invested and, you know, caring about a whole as opposed to just yourself. Who do you, who's, who's your team, Anna? Do you like Uh, football, baseball, basketball? Um, uh, well, I I really like watching soccer. (laughs) Um, so we're a, a Columbus crew, uh, household here. Um, nice. the, one of the original MLS teams, um, as far as football goes, I mean, I got to go with the Bengals cause that's who I grew up with. Um, nice. and then I'm on the fence as far as, uh, baseball goes, uh, because, uh, my mom grew up in St. Louis, uh, but we live in Cincinnati. So, <laughs> I mean, it, they're still, uh, the great thing is, is that I can still just buy something red and, <laughs> and be okay. Yes, that's St. Louis, I, I this is the year to be the St. Louis fan if you can switch back and forth. I know, right? Seriously. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We live really close to the the baseball stadium actually, so we'll walk our dog and we can see in it and it's kind of, it's sad looking into the stadium because it's it so really? empty and I just feel really bad, but you know, the man the owners are kind of 
kind of fucking us by selling off all the good stuff. And they basically they basically told the city, it's like, what are you going to do? Root for another Major team. League. Right? Yeah. They wrote a movie about this, didn't they? In Cleveland? Right. Yeah, in Cleveland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Such Wild a good thing. Such a good movie, too. Just a bit yes. outside. <laughs> Bob Uecker. Um, God. We have him in Milwaukee. He's the guy. But I love that. In, in talking about paychecks, though, right, the mm-hmm. winningest team in Cincinnati, right? We've got we've got football, baseball. We now have uh, – Cincinnati now has a soccer team. Um, we've got uh, college basketball that's a huge thing, UC versus Xavier kind of stuff. But the winningest team in our city is the Cincinnati Cyclones, which is a next step down from the um, NHL – hockey oh, yeah. hockey team right so it's a lower level mm-hmm. league but they consistently get to the playoffs or win the kelly cup and cincinnati could give a rat's ass like oh right we have the milwaukee admirals here same yeah. same league yeah and it's ridiculous right it's like so yes. the percentage of winning is so much higher but the great thing about them the thing that the the fans are just like fuck yeah is that it's the cheapest ticket in town you can get for a very great professional sports team they've got dollar hot dogs dollar beers and the most ravenous fans like you you go oh yeah yeah i love minor league hockey it's amazing because because you get some of the nhl guys a lot like because they they go they cycle they kind of go back and forth yeah but the crowds are fun and you can take the whole family and not get a loan Yep. You don't need a payday loan. Exactly. You can just go. Yep. It's 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 you know it's blue collar working man sports and yep. it's the fucking best time. Mm-hmm. They're rowdy too. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. Yeah, I like when they let them fight. You know, it's good for. Yep. <laughs> it's good for yeah, that. There's nothing more. I get so mad when people don't. They don't market hockey. I'm like, right. this is freaking America. You have a puck. You have ice. It's MMA meets freaking soccer meets football right. meets all of it, and it's just like and these these kids they fucking love it. Yes, they're it's in hard. it, man. Mm-hmm. They play hard. It's they hard, fight hard. hard. They yeah. those guys yeah. aren't princesses. These aren't mm-hmm. basketball players. These guys are <laughs> teeth knocked out, broken jaw wired. They're still getting after it. Yeah. They are people. Yeah, Definitely. the the only thing. Anyways, that's my NHL plug and minor league <laughs> hockey plug. Go watch. I'm sold. Let's do it. Why are we still talking about this? Let's go watch a game right, right. now. We can cut. What's from more that? American than fighting, spitting, skating, slap shots, freaking goals, betting, all of it? It's all in one arena. Spitting. Not, I mean, it's kind of barbaric, but it's not. Like, if you watch it, it's so beautiful. Like the accuracy yeah. of the shooting and the puck handling. If you watch mm. those guys oh train, God. it's crazy. The accuracy mm. is crazy. Mm-hmm. You have to go grab grab a stick and just a ball and see if you can even right. And then and then imagine doing it on ice in a little tiny puck. <laughs> yeah, backwards while you're skating backwards. Like they're phenomenal. The time. Yeah. Oh gosh, I I love a guy who can handle his stick well. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch it, Missy. We're gonna have to put you in the penalty box. Ew. <laughs> Two minutes for roughing. Don't tempt me with a good time. Right. Sign me up. Sorry, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> what the fact? Uh, 
So, my what the fact for the day actually had a great segue with what we were just talking about. What's more American, right? Uh, Did you know that apple pie isn't actually American at all? The next time you call something as American as apple pie, you might want to consider the fact that neither apple pies nor apples originally came from America. Apples, in fact, are native to Asia. And the first recorded recipe for apple pie was actually written in England. Hmm. Ha ha. Hmm. There you go. So, which then made me think, right? A lot of the stuff that we consider American is actually from people who brought it over from their other countries or their other experiences, you know, because America's right. this whole melting pot or tossed salad, depending on your uh, viewpoint of that theory, <laughs> right? So then technically apple pie is super American because, you know, we're taking these other cultures and we've assim- assimilated it into our own American culture mind blown so do you know why they call it that i was just curious apple pie as america why do they why how did that become kind of a patriotic symbol and it kind of is right yes it's it's because do you know oh no i was gonna be like shit i didn't look that part up i didn't realize there was gonna no, be no, a no. question <laughs> no, I, was just, I was just gonna wing uh, it <laughs> no do you, yeah try it out i want to know if you know um, I was going to say something about McCarthyism in the, no, I have no idea. Yeah. So <laughs> when the boys went to world war two, they used to say, I'm defending my mama and her apple pie or mama and apple pie. And that was kind of became a thing in the military mm. back then. Oh. And that's how apple pie became an American symbol so of was, patriotism. Was that an innuendo though? Yeah, that was like I'm defending my mom and the pie that's on the window because that was a long time ago when women were diff- like every our like society was different. Mm-hmm. There, it probably wasn't uncommon <laughs> to go down a neighborhood and see eight eight pies on window seals. You know, probably like two o'clock. You could, you could go down south and they would probably still be still like, right now. If you go to my mom's house, pie. legitimately right now, there's a pie on the window seal right. at two o'clock. Go get mama one. and ninety cases Apple of pie. marshmallows. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. We've come a long way. I so I got I got a lot of my you know <clears throat> social grooming from cartoons as a child. Um, okay. And so He-Man I was. Or... Uh, pardon. He Man or. Oh, He Man. Um, I don't want to date you. Uh, GI Joe. A uh, lot of Care Looney Bears, Tunes. Care Bears. Bears. Shortcake. Yes, Shirt Tales. Oh, was... I don't know if you ever watched the Shirt Tales. Oh Tales. yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah, Bring it back. there you go. Snorks, we can do that too. Oh, um, but so I always thought that like, oh, okay, when when you get older, there's gonna be certain things you do. You know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna be an adult woman, so I have to wear pearls and like shoulder pads or some shit. Or like, eventually, I'm gonna learn how to make a pie, and I have to sit it on a windowsill. <laughs> like I just thought that these were like life goals that people had to hit. Um, and so when I made my first pie, I went to go sit on the windowsill. Because I actually, I was like, yeah, I'm fucking doing it. But our modern windows don't let you do that, and it fell off and it fell into the fell into the street. Um, Aww. yeah. So, uh, but I started my um, my uh, long term hobby of basically making wild animals diabetic. So the local skunks in the area actually came and ate 
the pie out of the ground, and it was a win-win. So, a win there for we go. them. That's my what the fuck, what the fact, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, what the fact, what the fact, fuck, fuck. Where is the fun? Is there fun to be had anywhere, really? So this week, the fun is at the World Toe Wrestling Championship. It's held every year in July in Derbyshire, England. All right. So is it like, is it like, I'm assuming it's like thumb wrestling, but with your toes? Or is it more like kind of a scissoring kind of a thing? <laughs> it it appeared to that? me. <laughs> <laughs> with the hand gesture to go with it. Yeah. It says they uh, sit facing each other at the toadium. <laughs> oh, toe puns. Okay. <laughs> and they try to push each other's bare feet off of a small stand called a toe rack. Okay. Okay. Well, here's a YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah. I I feel like this is this is definitely you know some softcore porn for some people with foot fetishes i feel there's a guy his name's paul beach and he was a three-time champion he calls himself the terminator (laughs) that is see i fucking love that but i love that everybody everybody's got their thing right everybody's got their weirdness and i love that this dude is all in he's like i am the terminator and like you know he's got a t-shirt i bet you 10 bucks i could go on google right now and like buy some merch I was going to, yeah. Do it. sells it. Google it. Yeah. It started in 1970. So this has been going on uh, 50 years. Fuck, yes. This is a generational thing. (laughs) Do they have a women's division? It's a good question. I have really strong toes. Like, this is piquing my curiosity. (laughs) Yes. You could be the best toe wrestler and you just don't know. Like, you just oh, haven't yeah. tried it yet, so it's like, you could have just found your niche, and you're like, oh my god, and you, like, you're, we're gonna make you a crown, and like, a fucking super belt like they have in, like, worldwide wrestling, the WWE, sorry. Every, every time okay. your toes take the stage, you win, or you earn $200,000. Yes. Oh I'm here for it. They did try to get uh, toe wrestling as an Olympic status, what? but... Their application was rejected. Oh, <laughs> so I wonder if you can have like an unfair toe advantage. Like, do <laughs> they check your toenails to see if they're sharp or not? Like, can oh. you be disqualified? I bet they do. Like, and do and- you like try to callous your toes, or Ugh. you want them supple and soft? <laughs> Right, yeah. So like you can you can like slip out of certain grab toe grabs, you know, or do you want the calluses so that you can grip harder to push? Right. How did Sylvester Stallone not make a movie about this in the eighties? Like how did this one get passed? (laughs) Right. Fuck it over the top. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Will Ferrell needs to make a movie about this. He's made every sort of other underdog. (laughs) You know. That's happening now. I need to find out if there's a women's division. I'm I'm looking into it. I got strong toes. I can pick things up and throw things with my toes. Yes. Maybe it'll be the next thing. You know, the next thing that somebody decides to invest in. Pay pay the winners handsomely. 
15, 20 million. I know. I mean, it's got to be proportionate. Oh my God. Ben and Jerry's is a sponsor. Oh, no. Yes. Real? Yeah. Wow, this is legit. This is so super legit. legit. Yeah. This is going to. There's trophies. Oh, there is a women's division. There's there's a lady here holding a trophy. You're yes. in. We need to start training. Stat. How do you do that? I don't know. Rubber band? You start with rubber band? Like, what do you. <laughs> Put them between your toes. Turn yeah, I don't know. What do you do with that? Like, like how do you do train for pull, that? Like, lift. I don't even know how you play the game. Yet. Can we bet one. on it? Is there lines? Does. Bet USA have lines on this. I, I, I'm uh, all in on the Tomidator. Yeah, Paul the Tomidator. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Yeah, he's probably got horrible odds. We gotta go. We gotta find a young guy who's gonna surprise the field. Uh, an, an an upstart. Yep. 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 So you get that know, plus like, 800. People walk into the ring, boxing, and they have like their gear on with like their belt, and they have their. I do like unveil your foot with your decorated sock, and then you have like a badass paint job on your toenails. Or, like, yes, demonstrate mm. how fire tough you are. Yes. Fire, <laughs> or, is it, or is it like sparklers? Because you know your toes are smaller. Like if you were, never mind. I'm thinking too hard in this. I am in this. This is amazing. And then you have to get toe tattoos too. To... Oh. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! Somebody's got some leopard, uh, toenail polish going on in one of their. This is amazing. If it's an Olympic sport, that's a that's a question on here. Yeah. Not not yet. No. And just like wrestling too, like you probably have to sanitize the thing, and you have to worry about getting like. Fungus, yeah. Yeah, like when you have a weigh-in, do they have to check and make sure you, and like swab your foot to make sure you don't have fungus? <laughs> so I feel like this isn't one that you're going to be watching on Desportes Tres. <laughs> you did that really well, Anna. Thank you, thank you. All right, guys, I really appreciate you uh, coming on. Whoop, whoop. Thanks for having us. It was fun. Yeah. These are awesome. We had a great time. Where can people find you? And what are you about? Well, we are Patriot Sports Radio and we do podcasts. We have Patriot Sports Now, which is our website where there are forums and um, blog posts. We have recipes, oddly enough, for sports food. Awesome. <laughs> um, and a couple of other spinoff podcasts like Plus Money Golf. And we're in a couple of fantasy football um, leagues right now, too. So, yeah, it's amazing, actually. What's your so, what's your, what's your your fantasy football title? Your handle? Uh, the name of my team is called yeah. Was That Today? <laughs> <laughs> usually I'm like, it's not, it's, I love sports, but I'm not about betting, and the fantasy thing is not quite my thing. But I'm really giving it like a good college try this year. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, do you guys? I'm do the forefathers. Team? The forefathers. <laughs> it's me and Eric. We're on. Uh, it's it's a the uh, reality show that we're on. The trenches. It's a fantasy football reality show, and we're the forefathers. Come check us out. It's on the trenches. That's awesome. And root for us because we got to win this. We're trying to raise money for a great charity. What's the charity? <laughs> a uh, great one, sorry. he said. 
Yeah, it's good. Just bl- trust me. <laughs> trust me. It's the greatest charity of all time ever. I swear. It's got a Sarah McLaughlin song. I mean, it's good. <laughs> So you it's know a it's destina- destination dino Liam. It's a, uh, it's a foundation for kids that have cancer, terminal cancer. They fund um, vacations. So they go help families get together that one last time or, you know, last couple times, usually when they're in a Ronald McDonald house, it seems um, it's a, some friends of ours, friends of Patriot sports that are here in this town, like personal friends. And they, one of them's son died of cancer and then she started this foundation and about 10 years been going. Is that about right, Angela? Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Really, really great. It sounds- yep. It's a, it, it, they're good people and they do really good things for, for uh, families. It, they're smaller, so it goes unnoticed, but it makes huge differences around here in Wisconsin. And Oh, I'm, I'm sure people are noticing. And uh, what's the name of the charity again? So if folks want to look them up and give donations. Destination Dino Liam. And you can go to PatriotSportsNow.com and check it out. Or you can find us on Twitter at, at Patriots Pod. You can see it there. Or Facebook, Patriot Sports Radio. That's awesome. Fantastic. Well, I'm definitely rooting for y'all then. Yeah, we're oh, going to win it. Yeah, before <laughs> I just wanted you to you know, go hang. But now, now I'm rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Anna, do you have anything you'd like to tell the listeners? Fantastic. What I had heard was we are out of time and we will see you next week. Uh